Welcome to Create Beauty Every Day, a podcast where we talk to people about how they create beauty every day. I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and this podcast is brought to you by HookingRugs.com, where you can get everything you need to create beautiful rugs. That's how I create beauty every day. So now, on with the show. Hi, I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and with me today is Melissa Gauthier. And Melissa is a teacher. She's also a member of the Harbor. And we're just going to talk about, well, what are we going to talk about? Art and life and love yeah. and all of those things mm-hmm. and, and making. You're making a lot of things. I am. I am. And right now it is tons of rugs. Tons of rugs. Tons of rugs. Yeah. And I slowed down since I've gone back to school, of course, because for a while I was getting one done a week, I think. <laughs> like I was going right to town. Yeah. And I have to thank your design course for that because um, you, I can remember you drawing an oak leaf one night. Like I think that was might have been one of the first mm-hmm. sessions. And I thought, that reminds me of... Henri Matisse. That reminds me of his beautiful, oh. simple shapes. Yeah. And I got to thinking about Matisse, and I got to thinking about how he reinvented himself several times. He yeah. had to. I just read a book about him. Yes. And yeah. he, to me, just an amazing individual, and he never seemed to let life get him down. And I think that he lived till about 90-some years old. Yeah. And I know that he had cancer, and he was in a wheelchair, and I can just remember talking to my students about that and the importance of reinventing yourself sometimes because you have to. And he really, and so I sat down with that leaf and the, I'm pointing to your rub frame. frame. Yeah. Rub frame that I had We are had together, for which years. is kind of nice. Yes, I just, it is. we should tell everybody that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I drew that leaf and, uh, I have never done that before where I just sat down at the frame with the black marker without a template. And uh, away I went. Mm-hmm. And I did a, basically a Matisse sampler. And I did so. I Then I started looking them up, of course. Yeah. And I did the blue nude and I did the swimmer and read about him as I went. And that was a fantastic experience because part of, for me, part of creating is kind of checking out the older artists and mm-hmm. put my own twist on it or maybe not sometimes I just copy it because that's the easiest thing to do at the time <laughs> right yeah and right. sometimes that's Whatever. what you're doing is you're looking for easy yeah and then but in the meantime you're thinking and you're relaxing and that's a huge part of my life right now is finding the peace and yeah. uh you know and being able to spend time with my daughter she watches tv we watch tv together and I sit at the frame and it's been good I was thinking this morning, you and I have known each other a Mm -hmm. long time. That's right. Like, we worked together at the Transition House, so that's over 30, maybe 35 years ago. You hired me. I hired you. Oh, yeah. You hired me. I didn't know that. Yes. (laughs) And and I was looking for a change, and I believe you were, you know, you were doing a stint at the time. Yeah, I think I was working there. I worked there for a little while as the executive director. That's right. So I must have hired you then. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so then I had a series of uh, grants. Right. Worked on a series of grants at the time. And I think you were just starting um, your career. Like, yeah. 
I was just starting your business. I yeah, know. I think I was. I yeah. was probably pregnant at the time. And yeah, you, I think so. You left there and went into education, right? I did. Yeah. I did. I always wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. But I was um, trying to get in the education programs at a time when there was just a total, well, there were too many teachers and not enough jobs. So the universities were cutting down on their education programs, and it was really hard to get in. Mm-hmm. And that was a really that was a real learning experience for me because I'd never been said no to in terms mm-hmm. of education and acceptance. So uh, I had just about, you know, given up and thought, you know what, maybe I'll, you know, be a counselor, become a counselor, whatever. And uh, one last time, I tried one last time. Yeah. And that was the year that I got in. So, um, yeah. And you've was, taught ever since. I have. Yeah. So um, I'm, I think this is my 25th year. Yeah. And you have been a guidance counselor, I think, have you? Yes. So I, I actually quite early in my career started with the guidance. Yeah. And then I went back to straight classroom for a while. Yeah. Because English is my thing. And then, uh, and then I just recently went back into guidance. In fact, this is my first year of doing guidance and art. And what a combination. Wow. And I there's mean, so, what a way to go. <laughs> well, we just interviewed an art therapist last week on, yes. our, on our And podcast. I believe in that. And yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. You've yeah. sort of been your own art therapist, I would say. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Tell me about that. And so I was thinking about that this, you know, this morning. And, yeah. And I was thinking how things changed, I suppose, when I was pregnant with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And she is quite a creative unit. And when she was little... Uh, that's she lived for color she lived for so you know that's kind of when I started really looking at what I could do with color and whatnot and uh, and of course I always loved to decorate my home and I always loved older homes so um, the rug hooking I always wanted to learn to Mm -hmm. rug hook right yeah and um, and so uh, I was intimidated to do any kind of um, in-class I went to one rug hooking shop, I remember, and there was a lot of shading and whatnot, and that kind of scared me a bit. So then um, later on, a friend of mine said, you can teach yourself how to do that. So I picked up your book from the library, that very first one, and I just worked away at it and got one of your kits and uh, taught myself. Mm -hmm. And now, of course, that was before YouTube when you could go online. (laughs) And learn things, and, yeah. and of course that was the best thing. And then I thought, well, I'll never draw my own out. I'll just always buy kits. Yeah. But you know, pretty soon you had extra burlap, you had extra yarn, and you did. Yeah, you just naturally happens. It, do, it, it does. And then yeah. I thought, I'll never die. And you know, the next thing you know, I was hanging it out on the line, right? Um, <laughs> so I, I, I have to say that probably my most creative period up until now, yes, was uh, you know when I was raising Beatrice and. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, built, we built a home. My husband and I built a home together. And those were really creative times for me. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like I've come full circle. It's almost like I'm back to where I had been when life was a little bit simpler or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And uh, I have time for the creating or I make time for the creating or somehow or other. I think you make time because yeah. you work full time. You've got a daughter. That's right. You know, you're as yeah. busy as anyone else. Yes. You're just committed. And I think that now... Things that were important, like keeping your house immaculate. Yes. Not that that isn't important to me, but it's just that it's not the priority that it used to be. Yeah. So sometimes we live out of the dryer, and I never was a person that did that, or live out of a laundry basket. Like, um, 
because I do prefer to come home and get a meal and then sit at the frame, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So sometimes we're catching up. Like, and that didn't used to be the way I was. Right. But now I find that the creating is much more important. So are you kinder to yourself now? I are suppose. You, yeah. I suppose uh, that's that... what it is because, you know, you, you sort of figure out what's important and what isn't. And creating yeah. for me right now is an outlet and it's very important. important. And that's partially because of what you've been through in the last couple of years. I, I think so. Yeah. I think that the, you know, Patrick was all, my husband was always somebody who supported my craft. Yeah. Um, and knew that, you know, hooking or um, scrapbooking, I went through that phase. I went through um, phase. Um, uh, mixed media. Yeah. Like, I really loved that at one time. Did a lot of that. Um, and now I've come back to the hooking and I've come back to writing because writing. I was yeah. I often wrote when I was younger, journaling mm-hmm. and things like that. And those are the two things that I've come back to. And I think it's just because both of them give you the ability to tell your story. They do, yeah. Um, and they fit well together. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I would say yes that that has been very healing for me. I started a blog. Yeah. Um, I had some students help me one day. Uh, say you know what I'd really like to do a blog, and I had a couple of techies. And I said, what do I do? Yeah. And so they helped me get rolling. And I wrote my first blog about Elvis and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, away I went. And at first, I found it almost like a pressure thing. Well, I got to do one every day or yeah. I got to do one once a week or whatever. And now I don't. Now I don't do that as much. Um, but I'm always thinking about what mm-hmm. I would write about or jotting down ideas. Did you start your blog after you lost Pat? I did. You did? I did. Um, actually, it was a suggestion of a counselor that I had gone to see. Yes. And she suggested I write. And she said, a lot of people do write blogs now. Yeah. And I said, you know, I've always been interested in doing that. And so that came about. And so I do an, a lot of writing about grieving. Yeah. Um, and through that process, I've discovered that a lot of other people like to read what I write because they just say that I'm brave enough or whatever to yeah. write about it yeah you are you're very um, brave in your writing yeah yeah and, and uh, your rug hooking I have to say yes and yeah. I, that's changed over time too right yeah um and so you just I could say a lot more but I think oh my relatives are reading this too maybe I shouldn't <laughs> but um I I could say a lot more and that's why I think eventually I will branch out in just being again uh you take risks and I find you know, part of losing a loved one, like has happened to us and happened to me, it's like, you know what? Like frigate. Like mm-hmm. I have, I, I, there's some things that I want to do or there's some things that I want to say and, you know, I'm going to say it. What's the, okay, first of all, what is your blog if somebody wants to go Okay, read it? so it's called Hope is the Thing dot art dot blog i chose hope is the thing just on the spur of the moment when Mm -hmm. these beautiful young people were helping me with it and uh hope is the thing uh big emily dickinson fan and of course she wrote a poem called hope is the thing with feathers yeah i'm a big believer in hope Mm -hmm. um without hope i don't know that we have a whole heck of a lot and there are days when i feel sometimes that i'm hopeless but uh not very long Mm -hmm. and so um I chose that. I had that at my husband's uh, funeral. Mm-hmm. I can remember thinking that was the first one of the first things that I wanted was that poem. And I had my niece read it, and whose name is Emily as well. And, um, like, that was very important. Yeah. And uh, so then, that's what I titled the blog, Hope is the Thing, because, as I said, like, we have to have hope. We just have to. 
what's the what's the bravest you were in writing in that uh, in your blog? What's the bravest thing you did? Oh my. I suppose it just had to deal with the, the ones where I write about the things and I sometimes I don't come right out and say yeah some of the behaviors that I've exhibited since Pat passed away. <laughs> But I'll tell you, like some of the things that I think and do and say to other people, people that I barely know sometimes, it's like, holy man, where did that come? What are you doing? Right? Like this isn't you. And sometimes I even hear Pat say, Melissa, you might want to tame it down a little bit. Like I hear his voice sometimes yeah. saying that. And then it's like, no, no, I think I need to say this. Yeah. And, uh, and I feel uh, good. <laughs> when I write it and then you know you press publish and that's it um only one time did I write something um and it was a reaction to something that somebody had said and it hurt yes and so um I wrote it out and I think only one person saw it it was my sister-in-law because she wrote me and said are you doing okay and okay uh, <laughs> and I did take that one off because I liked it like it was really powerful yes um and it was kind of like written like a, a sonnet kind of affair, like a Shakespeare's, you know, dark-eyed yeah. sonnets, dark-eyed lady. And um, I have kept it. Good. And I may, I may include it someday in something else mm. because it was just, it was very powerful and I couldn't believe how it all came out. And that's the thing about the blog is sometimes what comes out. And mm -hmm. sometimes it comes out and then it's not until I reread it that I think like how well that came together mm -hmm. or... Like, was that really what I intended to say? I think so, but I just didn't know it at the time. Yeah, is that how I feel? Yeah. I find that with my rugs sometimes. Yeah. Things come out in the rugs and, yeah. and in my writing. And I, I think that's the exercise of art. That's the oh. therapy of art. Like, it, it takes is. you to, brings you to yourself. Right. Right. And now, when I write, like, I'm not afraid to write anything anymore. So, I'll write it. I may go back and edit it, but I'm not afraid anymore. Because that's what used to, that's what used to stop me in the past mm -hmm. from writing was... I'm afraid to put it on paper because, mm -hmm. like, well, what if somebody sees it? Mm -hmm. And now I don't, now I don't so much. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. And I think another person that really helped with that was an author, um, Nora McKierney, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Yeah. And my niece shared something on Facebook one time, and it was a TED Talk, and it was on grief. And she, she shared it. She didn't share it with me, but it just happened that I was on that day and it came through and it was Norma, Nora rather, McKierney. And she is like a hard-ass cookie. She lost her husband. Um, they were very young. They weren't married for very long. And she shared her story and some of it was on that TED Talk. And then she, and then she wrote a couple of books. And I was amazed by her too, and I was amazed by her honesty. And the fact that it is okay to move forward, not necessarily move on, mm -hmm. but to move forward, if there's a difference. I, somehow oh, there there's is. There's absolutely a difference. For me, and yeah. it's okay to be happy, but then it's also okay to not be happy. It's okay to begin establishing relationships with other people, knowing that. I'm always going to wear this. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how I feel. Yeah. But it's okay, my rings. Well, Your ring. Uh, yeah. Emphasizing our rings together. Yeah. And it's okay to do that because he was such a, Patrick was such a huge part of my life. So yeah. why You were very I, young when you yeah, met Patrick. Yeah, so I was 20, 23 years old, yeah. right? So yeah. we had a, and I'm thankful for that, that we had such a long life together. And and we grew a lot together. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm totally thankful for that. Uh, so I can't be... 
I can't necessarily be angry. Angry anger isn't one of the feelings that I've had in the grief. Really? Really, to be honest, because mm-hmm. I've had a couple of people out. Don't you feel angry? Other people who have lost their partners. And my mother, <clears throat> who also lost her husband at a young age, you know, she exhibited a lot of anger and I saw that. Mm-hmm. And and I not and it's judging, valid. I'm not judging it's completely her for it. valid. I just yeah. know but I've not necessarily ever felt that. I felt sadness, of course, and I felt, you know, I guess more sadness than anything else, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Or now what am I supposed to do? But I wouldn't really necessarily call it anger. And I do channel it a lot in the writing. In the writing, yeah. And I talk about the sadness. And I talk about, as I said, this whole notion of things that I say and things that I feel that I couldn't possibly have imagined that I would feel. Like I was often judgmental of other people who moved on to what I thought was, oh boy, they moved on quite quickly, Mm -hmm. right? And now I understand. Mm -hmm. I understand it more. It wasn't necessarily, maybe it was out of necessity or maybe it was just like they did not want to be alone. And I get that. Yeah. Yeah. You get that. You get you get yeah. things now that you never got before. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So for that reason I am a lot less judgmental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't it interesting what experience does to us? It though? does. As I said to I've said very often, if it wasn't for the fact that it's so horrible grieving, it's rather fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like if you allow yourself to step back yes. and see what you're doing. Yeah. And why. Yeah. You really do have to be very honest with mm-hmm. yourself, yeah. I found it really interesting that you said that um, that sometimes you caught yourself doing things, you exhibited behaviors that you were really surprised at. Right. Because I know you, and I've known you for a long time, yeah. and you are a cautious speaker. Yeah. You are a thoughtful person. You are, uh, in, you know, conservative <laughs> in what you, yes. what you put out there about yourself. That's right. But I've seen that real. I've seen a real transformation yeah. in that. Yeah, and yeah. the blog has really done that. Yes, and the first few people that like it's so funny because the one I wrote about Elvis and I shared with people um, about the relationship with my mother, with that one and that record album that I remember we got for her birthday. And man, I thought that I was sharing a lot then. Yeah, like you know because it was emotional to think about that. You know, that mom's birthday was a big deal for us. So to be able to get her this five ninety nine KTEL Elvis record, and I thought that I was sharing a lot just by that. And now I go back and read that one, and I think that was pretty darn tame. But, um, but no, I, I really, really see the... Um, that has helped me more than anything in the process is the writing. And I have to thank that person, that counselor who said... Yeah. 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 For the We've got to seek help when we need it, right? Oh, my, yes. Just and sometimes you have to go back... Like, sometimes you have to say, okay, well, I think I'm done. And mm. then um, and then you think, um, I think now I need to go back and discuss this. Because mm-hmm. at first it was other things that I was discussing, other fears that, or whatever you want to call it. Because it was still pretty raw. Yeah. But now, you know, a year and a half or what have you... Um, and we we moved very quickly too, right? Mm-hmm. So I went you against. Did. You every, made a lot of changes. I did, you, so you went against everybody's everybody's ad, advice. Like, and I can yeah. remember meeting you one night at the library, <laughs> and it was a rainy, dark November yeah. night. And uh, actually, that was when we talked about the harbor. I think. Yeah. And uh, I can remember thinking, um, telling you, because I knew you had a counseling background, yeah. of course. And I, you know, and I always felt like I had to make excuses because we moved, we sold the house, we moved any number of things yeah very quickly and uh 
but it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Now, it was almost like starting from the top down. I realized that. So it's important. Now it's important to just sort of make sure that we're both okay. Yeah. Now we've landed Mm -hmm. and we've had the year in the new house and now we sort of have to go back a little bit and Mm -hmm. work on some things. But we know that. Yeah. 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 And I guess that's what it's about really. It's about knowing that and it's about being aware of what you're feeling and what you're experiencing. For sure. And it's about expressing. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's about, and then checking in just checking in yeah with each other and having people who check in with you exactly you know I have wonderful extended family Mm -hmm. uh all through my life and never have they been more important than now cousins that are like siblings I've written a lot about them yeah that way because that was just the way it was like we grew up living across the road from each other they were my babysitters but now they've become my very 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 good friends yeah um and, I, and, of course, I have an older brother, and even though he's out west, we still communicate. And things like that. I love it that you're exploring the idea of a book. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're thinking about your own experiences. I am. Yeah. And uh, I really, as I told you, I really like the latest one you had because it was almost like little vignettes, and then you, your rugs were... Mm-hmm mixed in with it mixed in with it and I found sometimes they matched and Mm -hmm. I didn't know if that was intentional or not or for me they matched yeah um so uh as luck would have it the last little while I found a short story again that Margaret Lawrence had written and now I can't remember the name doesn't matter it had a lasting impression on me from a long time ago and it had to do with her writing experience and how she couldn't write about her home of Manawaka or yep. whatever until she left it. Right. And it's a beautiful piece. It's prob- it's more a memoir. And uh, I always thought about that and I was able to find it on a fluke. I mm-hmm. found it and photocopied it. And then I got to thinking about Her Bird in the House. Yeah. That novel and that was always a near and dear one to me too. I loved it. So I kind of want to hunt up a copy of that and just think about how it was more of a memoir for her too. And uh that's kind of what's going through my head right now. Yeah. There's so many pieces out there now, I find, where people do just take their, not just, but they take their blog mm-hmm. and they kind of work it into a... A book. A book. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about that because yeah. I do have to have some continuity. I do mm-hmm. love that whole idea of continuity. Yeah. But this is the start for me, right? Yeah. Like this is getting my feet wet with the blog. Yeah. It's just beginning. Yeah. Like opening up, really. How did the harbor influence you this year? How what what happened with you taking that course this year? Well, again, I think it was just that whole idea of getting back to the basics. Yeah, and you know how you think you know. Oh well, I know how to draw out a rug, mm-hmm. or I know how to make uh, <laughs> trees, or whatever, yeah. or any whatever it is. Yeah. But then it's this. It's that going back to the basics again, mm-hmm. and I the conversations uh, that you're able to watch. That's kind of really neat. Mm-hmm. The people that you've brought in and just the calm conversations what looking at your environment in the background so that really encouraged me to go back to establishing an environment for hooking and that's yeah. why when I say to you that my house isn't as tidy as it used to be yeah it's because the house has kind of become the place where we create yeah 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 and so I find that's been helpful and I find just that whole idea of you know learning to you know, going back to drawing out your own rugs mm-hmm. again. and Yeah. Well, and I guess, too, like the, the taking the risks. Mm-hmm. 
that's the other thing too that I've really amazed myself with is yeah. just taking the risks in the on the frame. Yeah, that's good. And uh, playing with the yarns. Yeah. The different yarns and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So it's been good. And I really like, I guess, just because I'm kind of introversion, I'm an introvert in nature. Yeah. It's not that I don't love people. I love them very much. It's yeah. just sometimes the small talk makes me tired. Yeah. So um, I like the in-depth conversations. Yeah. You like to talk, yeah. really talk. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so I love the idea. I watch the live, or when I can, watch your live now on Thursdays. And I just like to be able to interact that way. Yeah. So that's been a real bonus for the Harbor too and yeah. the other classes that I've picked up is the fact that you can watch them when you want them, you keep them, watch them when you want to, you can keep them, and there's not that pressure of, I don't know, I can't explain it, but sometimes when I'm sitting in a group with people, mm-hmm. I feel that pressure to create mm-hmm. or, and I get a block. Yeah. So this way I can watch it. I completely understand You that. know? Yeah. And I, it's not the place for me to create in a group. No, it I isn't. can't. I can't. I have to do it on my own, really. Yeah. I can you, play with it yeah. and fool around with it. Yeah. And I get something from being with the group, but it's not where I create. No. No. And you need I find you need the time. Oh, sure, sometimes the spur of the moment you can, but it's mm-hmm. often not with a group of people simply because that's not really my comfort zone and it's mm-hmm. pretty hard to create when you're not in your comfort zone. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. really it's a really important thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, comfort. Yeah. Now I would be more comfortable. Let's yeah. say if we go back to, if a person went back to, uh, you know, being mm-hmm. with other people when you're creating, now yeah. I would be. Yeah, you have more confidence. I have more confidence, and I yeah. understand the fact that sometimes you can just sit and watch other people. Like, that's okay. Yeah. You can sit and whatever. Another thing that I have discovered, too, uh, and this is a new way of living for me, is that uh, for staff meetings, that can be stressful. Or um, lunchtime, or even when I'm teaching my art 10, 12 kids, I create with them. Yes. So I drew up a little rug for my um, tiny landscape. Yeah. And I carry that with me. Yeah. And so when the kids are at work, once I've done my little teaching lesson, yeah. I sit down with them. And you make, you do I it make. in a staff meeting too? And I also often will bring my knitting and yeah. I have brought. Now, you know, sometimes you got to be careful. Of course, you ask permission. I always yeah. ask permission because some people don't. They don't understand. They don't understand. Mm-hmm. But um, for the most part, I think in today's world where we are dealing with so many different situations and we do applaud how people cope, mm-hmm. their coping skills. Like we talk a lot about what's your coping skill and yeah. it's become more acceptable to talk about. I don't think that, um, I don't think that people mind as much anymore. I don't I think, think they, do they understand it as a way to uh, relax. And actually, I listen way better. Me too. <laughs> I listen way, way better. And I may as well be doing something productive, right? Yeah, yeah. For sure. I listen way better. Yeah. It's a whole other, it's like, it's like that jumpy part of my brain goes away. <laughs> yes. With the pencil. I often sketch in meetings yeah. and stuff. I, the jumpy part of my brain goes away and, uh, and I'm able to really focus. It's really nice. Right. Um, I don't know how to describe your writing, and I want people to go to your blog. Okay. Let's tell them what it is again. Oh, hope is the thing, all one word, hope is the thing dot arch dot blog. It's a WordPress. And your name is Melissa Gauthier. And my name is Melissa Gauthier. And you're a teacher. And I'm a teacher. I'm a griever. I always say. You're a griever. 
I identify yeah. I, I don't necessarily like to be referred to as a widow, but people do do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not my favorite thing. So, oh, so one time somebody referred to on a Facebook comment, I don't think she knew that I could see it. And that's okay, because some people don't know that you see these different comments, right? So they wrote, um, I can't remember how they put it, Melissa's looking good. Uh, nice that she's regrouping. So I just laughed, right? Because yeah. it was all good. So then I refer to myself as a regrouper. So I call myself the regrouper. Okay. I wasn't insulted whatsoever. No. So I refer to myself as the regrouper too. And uh, and yeah, and I mean, it started out as, um, it, it really did start out as a way to uh, explain my thoughts and to talk about things that are really important to me. One thing obviously is you know, the relationship that I had with my husband, but also this whole process of grieving. Because I'll tell you, you can read tons of books, but uh, and they're helpful. But until you actually go through it yourself, um, you have no idea how you're going to react. And the idea that somebody, just one person, might read it and say, you know what, I felt that way too, and I was really ashamed of myself for feeling that way. Yeah. And there's no room for shame in this business. <laughs> and so, you know what I mean? So you just, um, if I thought, you know, and so away I went and wrote. I wrote a lot about my mother, because she was a huge influence on me, still is. Still hear her voice a lot, um, which is great. Um, and my father, because I just like revered him, right? And he died when I was 16, same as B. So there is that connection. So I have an idea of what she's going through to a certain degree. Sure. Um, but her feelings are her feelings. Um, but, you know, and he was, he's just become this probably larger than life character in my life. But that's what happens. So I write a lot about him. And I write a lot about the things that I love. Music, mm-hmm. art, um, different poets I'm a big fan of Sylvia Plath she just blows me away and the idea that you know what she could be doing right now if she were alive with the, the whole issue of mental wellness would yeah, be amazing to I me. know it would be amazing um and Emily Dickinson of course I have my favorites and I feel it necessary to share mm-hmm. I also write about school because teaching is a huge part of my life I love being a teacher mm-hmm. I love being Mrs. Goche I love it and oh, it's fantastic and so that's a huge part of my identity the classroom and my office are my like huge part of my home. Yeah, they are. And that was one of the last that's the last blog actually that I wrote about was um that whole idea of what what is what what is family now or what is home. Mm-hmm. Right? What is home now? Like home to me takes When did on, you write that one? Uh la- last Saturday. Okay. Yeah, I'll last Saturday. I want to read that. Yeah. And uh, I took a line from uh Emily Dickinson, because, you know, we always say, and people have said this to me too, and I don't mean they, I know they don't mean anything by it, but sometimes people will say, you know, well, I say to my spouse, as long as, as long as you're here, like I've, that's been said a few times, and I know they don't mean anything by it, but it's like, yeah, but I don't have my spouse. I always used to say as long, we always used to say to each other, as long as we have each other, that's our home. And it's like, well, okay, so where does that put me now? Right. Kind of right. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so people will say that sometimes, and I know they don't mean anything by it, but, you know, you're sitting mm-hmm. there thinking. You're sitting Maybe there. that is a little bit of anger. <laughs> um, and- <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there's anger and there's irritation, and they're different. <laughs> so anyway, I, uh, I thought, okay, so where is home now? Because home's always, place, sense of place has always been important to me. Yes. So then you start thinking, and then you think to yourself, well, my office is my home. I, every, there's... 
things are in my office that at at school that are very much me mm-hmm. and you know so and that makes me comfortable so when kids come in to talk I'm already in my comfort zone so then it's much easier to help them through things yeah my classroom is too I love my classroom and uh, I love my school I love my family at school my colleagues mm-hmm. and uh, and then of course we have our own home on in Sackville now but there's there's the frame is my home right you know something that's just occurring to me now is that you grew up uh, in Southampton mm-hmm. and then you lived across the road from my from auntie her, yeah and my mom was just up the up road. the road yeah. yeah and so you lived in the same place mm-hmm. all your oh, life my, yes but when you lost Pat yeah I had to go. You had to go. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. interesting. And you yeah. knew that. Oh, yeah. 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 And it, it, and it had to do with the upkeep of the home, of course, mm-hmm. because I was totally overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, you know, that came. That that would have come. I know that now because I do things, I do things, or I get it hired out, or I know mm-hmm. what I have to do, what I can handle yeah. and what I can't. So that would have come, but it was, no, it was the people. So the person, the person was mm-hmm. gone my auntie had moved new neighborhood they were lovely neighbors yeah but it wasn't the same it wasn't the same you didn't and, and have I, that same sense of belonging there you did not you didn't need to hang on to that no i did not no and you, and you certainly discover that yeah. so it, yeah so i think that you know i knew right away even though i didn't know right mm-hmm. away if that makes sense yeah that no we had to go yeah um and so all of a sudden things fit into place. Things did fit into place very nicely, but yeah. When I think about your writing and your rug hooking, both, think about all the pinks you use, you know the word that comes to mind? Melodic. Ah. I find your writing melodic. Like when I'm, uh, when I'm reading your writing, yep. I feel like I know you better yes. than sometimes I do when I see you because yep. we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. But it's always, I think we've always, we worked in an intense place. Yes. So we probably always had some level of yes. trust because of that. Right. But uh, we yeah. didn't know each other well. But when I read your writing and I look at your rugs, I feel like I know you better. Yeah. And that, to me, uh, succinctly says that you're an artist. Very good. Yeah. Uh, well... I certainly think of myself more as a creative individual than I ever did, but before. Mm-hmm. And and I you know and I I have plans to retire sooner than um, than I was going to at one time. Simply, and one of the reasons is because um, I really want to pursue other things. Yeah, I want to write, and I want to I don't know. I just know that there's something else out there, and mm-hmm. I and I play around with that in my head. But um, and I still may do a little bit of teaching. I I don't know how it'll work itself out. But that's another thing that I have taken from this whole experience mm-hmm. is, you know, okay, so let's it's okay to experiment. Yes. So we kind of grew up with the idea. Or I grew up with the idea that this this was me, and I was a teacher, and this was what I was going to do for the rest of my life, and. Uh, and um, now when you're ca- got counseling kids and you're talking about different things that they would like to do, and we know that's not necessarily the case for them now. No. Like they may change their careers a hundred different times. Who knows? Um, and I just, I just, it's crazy to say because of 
you know, all the sadness that I felt, but it's, it's also <laughs> exciting if you want to know at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like, yeah, but there's a lot more in me than I ever thought there was. A yeah. lot more strength or whatever. Um, and with the writing, I see that more and more. So there's another direction here to take, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and you've started that process. And I started that process. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. For it's sure. really, really nice to talk to you. Oh, yeah, I'm thank honored. You. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad to be able to talk. Yeah. yeah. So you're a griever and a regrouper. <laughs> and a, a teacher, teacher, mother. Creative. Yeah, creative. I like that word, creative. Yeah. Not so much pressure as artist, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> artist is kind of a cocky word. Well, know, no. But, no but... And a, you know, no, it, it, it isn't. But it, it's kind of... I think a lot of people struggle with saying they're an artist because I it agree. feels a little cocky. I agree. I yeah. agree with you. I think That's right. It's not a cocky word. Yeah. It's a beautiful word. It is a beautiful word. But it's uh and I creative think, is I think nice we're too. a little we're and creative is nice. Mm. That we are all creatives. Mm -hmm. Every single one of us. And it comes out in many different ways, mm -hmm. right? Too. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for talking with me today. Well, thank you for it was very easy. Nice cup of tea. Yeah, it was easy. And it was an yeah, and that's a nice means visit. It was good because it, it was, was easy. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick. She is Melissa Gauthier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and hope is the thing. Dot art dot blog. Right on. And uh, I'd read her writing uh, again. I'm going to read it tonight probably. If I were you, I'd go on and have a look because she writes beautifully. And she knows what it is to transform and change and to lose and mm -hmm. to love. Indeed. Yeah. And we all need to hear about that because it... These are all things that we all experience. That's right. Yeah. So thank you for listening. And uh, this is Create Beauty Every Day, and it's brought to you by HookingRugs.com. See you later.